If you like this podcast, check out Studio Red's amazing lineup of podcasts at studioredmedia.com. Welcome to QT with RT. I'm Ryan. I'm Todd. And today we're talking about Rise of the Skywalker again, part two, the continuation of last week's episode. So anyways, Archie gets his memory wiped. Yep. They're like, we need to go here. Ray and Kylo Ren have a moment again where they're talking. And then... Um, they go to the old Death Star. Yeah. And so, yeah, because Ray is up. is well, No, Ray is like up in his machine because they find out that Chewie's up there for... I don't know how they find oh, out. Right. So they have to go find out. And that's when Kylo Ren's like, she's in my office. Um, because they destroyed that Dark Vader helmet that he just had laying around there. A little nit, nitty pick, if you go back and watch it, the like new general guy that ends up killing Hux, spoiler alert, um, because they find out because there was a spy that told... Right, that uh, it was Hux. Yeah, yeah. And so Hux... Which I never liked Hux's character. I mean, no, I love... I love Don Hovelisa. Yeah, I do Great too. guy. But yeah, they, they yeah. completely missed all. So the new guy, if you watch him, watch his face. There are moments throughout the movie where he has crazy makeup and like bushy eyebrows, and then he doesn't. It is stark difference. Like, pause it when you see it. There's one moment where they're, like, kind of in the hangar because they come in because that's right. It's Rocketeer Lady gives Poe her ticket out, essentially. Yeah. She's, like, you know, a coin and all that stuff. That's how they get on the plane or get on the ship or whatever. So they're able to disguise themselves as a New Order ship, captain ship. Yeah. So they get on there. There's a moment where that new commander's, like, Get after him. He has crazy bushy eyebrows, but then he doesn't. Then he has like his regular pencil thin eyebrows. And then there's another time where he's hologram talking with the emperor, has crazy bushy eyebrows and like crazy makeup. So they must have done some reshoots where they're like, yeah. all right, he looks too crazy. But then they're like, we're not going to redo these scenes because they're so quick. You can't notice them. I mean, he had like Gandalf eyebrows, yeah. like insane. So it's just little things like that where I'm like, it's just if people get mad about water bottles being on set, like they should get mad about the continuity of someone's face. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like if Dark Maul didn't have horns and then he does have horns. Yeah. Like what's happening there? So, um, but they're on the ship. They get Chewy because we can't have an emotional moment for three seconds, and they get out of there. Kylo Ren finds out they're on the ship, but they that's when they do the hop, right? To get out of there. No, they did the hop at the beginning. At the beginning. Yeah, because they show back up to the planet right. and Ray's mad and she's like, what'd you do to my, what'd you do to oh. the Falcon, remember? That was another, like, they were supposed to have, like, qui- quippy, yeah. like. Yeah, there's like, definitely moments where they're trying to be, like, very, like, West Wing almost, like, back and forth. Banter. Yes, that's why I said it. It's like they're trying to think this is an Aaron Sorkin script yeah. and it's not. <laughs> and then there's other moments where it's, like, supposed to be, like, really thought provoke of it but the problem is then it doesn't really like drive the relationships very well of the three people yep and that was the other thing too is like i felt like throughout the whole movie it was super awkward that ray finn and poe were all together yeah and i was like does poe like ray that does last ray like hug where they're all three together and they're like we did it it's just like this is just yeah. the worst i hate yeah. this because i think it was always supposed to be finn and ray like that was the thing and like even the fact that like Finn and Ray should have been like a thing, but then they're like, no, I think it's more compelling that Kylo Ren and Ray have a thing. We'll have that. So Finn kind of gets obviously his- can't be with Rose because everyone hates Rose. So we're not gonna have that. So let's just have new people, and they're also ex stormtroopers, <laughs> yeah, and they don't know their family either. That will that will connect it. That would be good enough. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, yeah. So anyways, I thought, yeah, all their interactions were super awkward to me where they're like bickering and fighting, but then they also were supposed to be close, but I've never really like in the last movie, like Ray wasn't even with most no, of those people. No. Uh, Poe's interaction with Ray is like super minimal, super minimal. And then Finn and Poe make sense because they yeah. were buddies from the yeah. beginning. So like I was fine with them being together that they wanted to, but like Ray being with them felt kind of strange. They were they were trying so hard to get that Luke, Leia, and Han um, yeah. situation. But, but the but problem they, is like those were established from the very beginning exactly. of the first Luke trilogy. Luke and Leia are brother and sister. Han and Leia are in love. Well, and Luke then and even, Han are friends. Even like, initially, they, Luke sees Leia and wants to go rescue the beautiful princess. Yeah. And then he does. Yeah. And then Han, you know, is only doing it for them. Like there's like... Yeah. From the very beginning, like the whole first movie is about rescuing <laughs> Leia, yeah. Han helping Luke rescue Leia. And then in the second movie, they're all together again. You know, it's like yeah. they're with each other constantly throughout the whole three movies. Yeah. So that makes sense. This yeah. one, it's like, eh. yeah. So anyways, yeah, they, so they, they shoot Hux because he's like, I'm the spy, but right. you need to shoot me or whatever. And then almost immediately. They find out that he's the spy. They find out they're like we have a spy. He grabs a gun and just shoots them. Yeah. So we did it. You know, it was like once again, there's no like espionage. There's no yeah. like maybe he like Hux could be like doing something. Like his whole thing was like, I just want Kylo Ren to fail. Yeah. And it was like we still have to like treat him because we know as the filmmakers, we know that Hux is gonna die within a couple seconds. But the problem is, as an audience, you're like, okay, like Hux is gonna have this moment that Kylo Ren's gonna kill him or something. You know, where Kylo Ren has like that he knows he's failing. Yeah. But like, we even have a moment, we completely passed this, where Kylo Ren uses a force choke on one of the guys. Remember, who like speaks up against Kylo Ren? Oh yeah. And he used a force, but it can't just be a choke like Vader. It has to throw him to the ceiling and then him fall down because everything in the Disney movie is bigger and better and sexier, you know? Like that's just the problem throughout consistently with this movie. It's like everything is bigger, better, and they are completely missing the point in the subtleness and in the like the quiet moments of the original Star Wars that were so good. Like that's I mean another problem with the prequels. Is that like Anakin was like so awesome that he was like doing pod racing and you know there's no moment of like slowly introducing us in like we talked about anime. Their core principle is that the hero loses. Luke Skywalker loses. You know, like right. he, sure he wins at the beginning, but at the cost of losing. Like really, he gets babied by Obi Wan to destroy the Death Star. Right, and he loses Obi Wan in the process. Exactly, and then I mean, even at the end, I mean, he's he's wanting to use the but it's like use the Force. Like yeah. he's still coaching him. He's not yeah. fully there as a full Jedi Master. And then in the Empire Strikes Back, he kind of it's arrogant. He feels like right. he can take on. You know, Vader, and then that's when we get the reveal, I am your father. You know, right, and he gets Luke, his hand chopped off. Yeah, no, I am. Yeah, and and almost just, dies. Yeah, and it's this revelation of, like, he gets humbled. Right. And so then he comes back. None of that happens in these new yeah. Star Wars. In the prequels, it didn't happen. In the new ones, it doesn't happen. You know, they have lost, like, the sight of, like, what makes good storytelling. Yeah. You know, which is the subtle, like, hero's journey of, like, what we all face in life representation is so much more than looking at our gender representation is speaking into our lives and i think that's the problem that gets missed in these big corporation movies is that the reason we love iron man is because he has this journey of like this arrogant asshole 
to sacrificing himself. Yeah. You know, we love Spider-Man because at the end of the day, he's a kid and he's afraid to die. Yeah. You know, like we need those moments of Captain America. He's alone. Exactly. Humility of breaking down of all that stuff. Ray is just awesome. She has all the Jedi. She has everything, you know, like there is. And even the fact that like they figure out how she can strike down the emperor without actually striking him down, you know, like, she is able to cut corners. Poe is able... Like, there's just nothing there. Like, we cannot relate with any of these characters. Yeah. In a very personal way. And I think that's where I have a problem with it. So, going back... Uh, yeah, that so, was my soapbox. Yeah, yeah. That's, Sorry uh, about that. But so, so we go... They go to the Death Star. Yeah. Fallen Death Star planet. <laughs> and they're riding horses, and that's when Finn finds his family. And then she kite surfs. She... <laughs> Uh, she kite surfs over to the Death Star. She finds the holocron. <sighs> yeah. Then Ben shows up. Yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah, Kylo Ren. They fight. And they're on this boat, and Finn's and, like, right! right! And yeah. she uses the force, because she's like, I really don't want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. Uh, we're and, really just friends. Yeah, and Finn. Disney's like, see, we have a new lady for you, Finn. She's helping you up. She's the real. She, she understands you. <laughs> and she's the same color as you. Uh, <laughs> it's just on every level. Oh, so. Uh, so they have that moment they, where they fight on the thing. I will say that like a lot of people didn't like the fact that like Ben becomes good. I actually... I think it's just too quick. Well, and that's what I was saying. I, I actually liked that he does become good and that he helps her in the end. Um, I just feel like it was rushed, like you're saying. Like, they didn't right. do it good justice in the movie. Well, and the fact that it was Leia using the last of her strength and, and force, you know, to, like, project, you know, Han into it. Um, definitely Harrison Ford was like, I'll do it for Carrie. You know, there's yeah. no way that he's going to... I mean, even the fact that he didn't even get a haircut, like... Yeah. And he's not even a force ghost. He's, like, just himself, you know? So he's a projection. Uh, and that's a, that was a sweet moment where yeah. they're kind of back and forth. And, um, you know, he's like, yeah, I and always when, love you. So. Yeah, and then when he turns... And I thought, like, if anyone was going to turn him, Han Solo or Leia, yeah. turning him would be good. And obviously, like, Rey healing him yeah. was, like, a moment of, like, oh, my God. Like, she could kill me but she chooses to heal me. Yeah. And she says, I wouldn't take your hand. I would have taken Ben's. And that's when she leaves. Yeah. So it's a nice little moment. It's just, I yeah. think. So yeah, that moment I thought was good. I liked that. And as far as like the emotions of it, like it, it could have been done better, yeah. but it definitely like was like, oh, all right. Yeah. I'm okay with him turning back to the good side that way. And even like not having the Darth Vader type situation where he is standing next to the Emperor and then decides to strike him down yeah. and then he's dying. And you know, it's like, he gets to turn good and then fight in the last battle as a good person. Yeah. Which I liked. Which uh, someone said uh, his new look is he, he gets rid of the robes and all that and just wear the crew neck shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Skinny jeans. Uh, if Carrie Fisher had still been alive, although it's like he always had these hangups about his dad, so it made sense that it was Han Solo in the story, I do think it would have been unique if yeah. it had been Leia that showed up. Yeah, I think, you know, before Last Jedi kind of went, jumped the shark because they jumped the shark when she was floating through space. Before. Yeah, they did. Um, it was that moment where he... Doesn't want to attack the Yeah, ship. like they, they felt each other and that was a really powerful moment. Yeah. And you could see throughout Force Awakens and that like they were going to ultimately like have that like come to Jesus moment. Yeah. Um, well, and a lot of people have daddy issues but most people like their moms. Yeah. And yeah. so um, 
I think, you know, playing into the audience's relationship with their mother. Yeah. That's like at the end of the day, your mother is always the one that a lot of times can be like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. This isn't you. Yeah. I know you. Well, and even yeah. the fact that like, you know, I, I one thing I really liked about Force Awakens was that moment where Han and him have that kind of like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. And then Ben kills him. Yeah. But uh, Kylo Ren kills him. And so, like, I think having that moment again yeah. with Carrie would have been great. Um, and so, yeah. So, but because he did kill his dad the last time, the fact that they kind of had that conversation again, yeah. and he then doesn't kill him, and Han Solo turns him back, I was like, that works. Yeah. Um, and I d- yeah, it's and just as that- much as I would have liked the Carrie Fisher version, I also probably would have also wanted the Han Solo version at that point, too. So yeah. I think it's kind of like one of those where it's like, really, neither either parent was great yeah. choice. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then they get the holocron, and they go to. Well, Ben had smashed it, but then in his like Tie Fighter, whatever he had one, and so she gets that. Yeah, and so then that's when they know where to go to attack. Um, oh, and Lando was on that. We don't. We forgot to mention Lando was with the Coachella people. That's where they first see General Lando, whatever. He was in was Coachella. Yeah, remember he was like in when they go into because he was the one that's like, yeah, you need to go into this like the cave and all that stuff. Oh, gotcha. So he was the one that told him where to go. Yeah, which I thought Lando of all the people they brought back actually like was okay. Yeah, I mean he was just he was just Lando. Yeah, he was Lando, well, but he was always just Lando. So which, it's by like, the way, apparently he is the lady's father at the end of the movie. Oh uh, yeah. Like, I don't know my family. He's like, let's find out. It's like the whole galaxy is so somehow big. related and you just found them yeah. <laughs> like, okay so um that's yeah. when poe has his because they all go back and and poe you know uh carries back they they give the news to chewy chewy has the most emotional moment out of any character yeah. in the whole series he's like ah you know falls to his knees and he's like ah um and that's great and so that's when poe's like we need to go fight which i feel like they did that just to make up for when Leia didn't hug Chewie after Han died. <laughs> and when it's like, then they're like, hey, 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 no, no, they have a great relationship. Look how sad Chewie is. He's really upset. <laughs> they love each other. Look, how, look how upset he is. Look, he's so sad. Uh, <laughs> so. Poor Chewie. If anybody's lost in this whole trilogy, like the guy's lost Han, yeah. Luke, yeah. Chewie, even the droids. Yeah. Like, he's well, like, maybe now he can go see his family. <laughs> yeah. He has a wife and kid. Yeah. It's canon. The Star Wars Christmas special says so. <laughs> he's a deadbeat dad. That's who Chewie is. Maybe he can regain his fatherhood uh, after watching Han become a good father. That's uh, <laughs> no excuse. Uh, Chewie ends up like starting a band and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just plays in the Tatooine bar. I used to have friends. They all died. But, yeah, no, I mean, he definitely has lost the most. Um, all right, so then they go, and they go to the planet where the Emperor's at. Ray does, because she's alone. So How Rey, did all the other ones get there? I so can't remember. So, Poe, everyone's there. I mean, it's it's Affinity Wars. They have an in-game moment. Because, remember, they're, like, on the ship, and they're like, we have to, like, blow it up. And they're, like, overrun. And you Yeah, know, yeah but how did, does she give the information for how everybody gets there? Or does she... 
So they had, they were like, go tell everyone that we're going to go attack. Like, send the word yeah. out. Send the word out. We're going to go. And I fight. guess they give the coordinates to everybody. Give the coordinates. And then that's when Lando shows up. And, and then like, Ray just leaves before everybody else. Yeah, though. she gets there because she's going to go get the Emperor while they're up. Right. Because they're going to give her some time. Yeah. And so. Buy me some time, guys. Buy me some time. And then that's when uh, the Emperor's like, ah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> then he's like, I, y'all are fine. And then we get the flashback of her mother and, yeah. and father and all this stuff. And they were one of the high. Which I will say, so like some of the big concepts that were revealed in the overall story, um, which is, you know, Ben turns back to the good side thanks to Han and Leia. Ray is actually. Palpatine's granddaughter mm -hmm. uh, and that's why she's super powerful in the force and not that her parents are junk traders and nobodies <laughs> like soul of Ben said back in the last yeah. episode show or Doesn't last matter. uh yeah <laughs> uh JJ was like yes it does matter <laughs> um that's against the major reveals. Here's my question. But anyways, Who's I, getting it on with Palpatine? Because <laughs> he was, by then, nasty. I mean... Hey, I mean... 40 years? What, 50 years? There's of? some shallow women out there, Todd. <laughs> well, when you're the emperor, it's probably one of those red cone like stormtrooper guys. It was actually women. <laughs> I mean, if you can rule the entire galaxy, I mean, there's women who are drawn to power more yeah. than looks. All I got to say is the carpet... <laughs> 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 so, very ashy <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they brought these questions up that's how wrinkly your face is how wrinkly is your you know what never mind don't tell me uh so anyways uh yeah so i will say i liked i'd say that's probably one of the things when we get to what we liked or like the, why i set, came out of the theater being like that ah, wasn't as horrible as i thought it would be I liked how they re redeemed Ben. Mm -hmm. And I liked how Ben came and helped Ray fight and was like, at that point, like, not about his ego, not about being the best Jedi or Force user ever. Like, he was like, I'm here to help you. And I finally have been like humbled and I'm ready to just do what I need to do to like help make the galaxy better. Yeah, it was cute that they had matching parking spots, you know, her <laughs> X-Wing and his TIE fighter yeah. right next to each other. Yeah, exactly. And and of the romances, I did like the like two Jedis getting together just because we've never seen two right. Jedis get together. Yeah, it's always been forbidden. Well, yeah, exactly. And we've seen like, you know, like that's actually something that happens in the books but that are no longer canon is like Luke ends up marrying a Force user. Um, and that's fun. It's just like it's fun to be like, oh, and if two Jedi's get married, then they'll have little Jedi children, and you know, you just like it's a fun. But thing Luke in the was world. married to a man, right? No, because canon. Everyone wants it to be canon. I know he they is all gay. They all want him to, but no, he marries a uh, Mara Jade. Mara Jade, which is actually a Jedi or a Sith assassin, like trained assassin by the Emperor's ghost. Oh, to then go and kill Luke. You mean clone? Because he had clone. He doesn't have ghost. Uh, well, yeah. no, he actually. In the books, he's a clone, uh, a uh, force, mm -hmm. like ghost, like thing. <laughs> um, and um, uh, anyway, so then he, and then Luke actually ends up turning her to the good side, and they mm -hmm. get married. Uh, but anyways, nonetheless, uh, so yeah, so Ben shows up. She's fighting him. She finds out that she's the granddaughter. Uh -huh. Oh, that was the other thing I was gonna say. I was fine with her being the granddaughter too, to where it's like, who is this girl? Oh, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I can. See I did that. like that Mulan kind of call out where she had, you know. When will my reflection show who I am? When does that happen? Does she look into the she water? She sings. Or something? Yeah, I remember. 
<laughs> right before she cuts her hair off to fight as a man in the war. Oh, maybe that's Mulan, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I do think from a spectacle standpoint, although like... She doesn't fight. Remember, she shows up and he's like, ah, right. strike me down. Yeah, and she doesn't want to. Yeah. Because she has the force behind her back. Well, she has the sword out. She's about to do it. And then she puts it behind her back because Ben jumps on that giant chain and he works his way down. And then uh, the Knights of Ren are around him and they're beating him up. And so then they have that moment where they like close each other's eyes and she lets go of, you know, she puts a lightsaber behind her back and she doesn't have her hands anymore because he has it. And then he does his little like charismatic shrug because he's like, mm, I got a lightsaber now. Murders everyone. And then he runs up to her and then she has a lightsaber, another one on her. Well, I think she takes his, doesn't no, no, he? No, she has a his. second one because he, he gets it, and then she pulls one from her back, and it's like, ah. And so then they are together, and so then that's when the emperor is like, enough, and shoots Ben out because he, like, falls into the cliff or whatever. And then that's when he's like, strike me down. And so then he does the lightning, and she blasts it up into the sky because he's, like, trying to kill everyone because... Finn and all the people on the ship are like, we need to take out that yeah. tower. That's well, no, the only way we can do they're it. They're trying to take out the Death Star that has the... Um, it's the communication comm is what they're trying to take out. Yeah, it's, it's like Star the Destroyer. ship that's controlling all the other ships. Right. And so, uh, you know, he's like, the only way we can do it is be below their radars. Right. And so then they are on horses, which that ship's going to crash. So those horses are dead. Like... I mean, all the ships are in many, the air. Many space horses were lost. <laughs> that to would gather be amazing. This information. Many equestrians were lost in space. Um, but so they're on the ship. They're about to lose. You know, everything's blowing up around them. Rose is on there. Right, ev- you know, everybody's fighting. They're like, oh no! And then that's when Poe's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Because right, they're like, right. Poe, what do we do? Because the fat guy's got that. As soon as that fat guy from Heroes, who was a friend of JJ, got on the plane, I told Ali, said he is dying because they hate fat people in this world. <laughs> Every fat people person dies. Uh, and so <laughs> he right. got And out then there. they have the on the left moment where they all show up. Yep, yep. And, you know, Lando's like, you call for backup? And they're like... <laughs> They all show up. Yeah. Um, so then how does the Emperor die? I, kinda, I can't actually remember. Because then the Emperor is like fools and he shoots the lightning into the sky and then everyone's comms are going out. Like, right. And, I mean, it's a lightning that hits every ship except for the Star Destroyers, which there are as many Star Destroyers in that sky as there are tiny little X-Wings. Are they not falling too? I thought no, they were falling too. No, it's oh. just, the, just the bad guys. Uh, okay. or just the rebels. So he's like, ah, and then Ray is on the ground because she got knocked out. Oh. And then that's when all the voices. Oh, Ray. And if up. you watch it with subtitles, it's actually pretty cool because you can see all the names yeah. of all the voices. Right. And so, yeah. Because it's like Maze, Obi. Maze, yeah, Qui-Gon, everyone. Yeah. And they're like, get up, Ray, get up, get up. And that's when she's like, because they had that moment where the Emperor was sucking the life force out of Ben and Ray. Oh, right, right, right. And he's like. And he was like rebuilding himself. Yeah, exactly. He's like, that combined energy of love uh, <laughs> so he is being rejuvenated and so then he has more power and so then he uses the lightning because love is the most powerful thing even though the jedi are like don't do it we need balance <laughs> <That's right>. uh, <laughs> like your balance is crap um and so then ray gets up with the foul and she goes i'm not you know 
Palpatine. I am one with the Force or whatever. She's like, I'm all the Jedi's. Um, because, yeah, he's like the last, you know, the last Jedi went down with Skywalker, yeah. which was Ben. You know, yeah. they're like, you're done. No more Jedi. She's like, I am all the Jedi. So then she uses her lightsaber and the lightning blows up the Emperor because he's like, ah! Oh, he shoots at her? Yeah, and then she uses her other lightsaber. Oh, Ben's like, lightsaber. Shoots, yeah. Blows him up. She does. She's she does, lifeless. So she actually does, um, that's right, she does Mace Windows move. Mm-hmm. Which is like, Combat. which is a way of like, see, she didn't strike him down. He striked himself down. Like yeah. that was like kind of a way of being like, wink, wink. She dies because it overpowers her and stuff. So Ben comes crawling back up and everyone's like, we did it. Oh, whatever. Um, they blow up. The The general guy comes yeah. running towards the glass because what are you going to do? Break out that front glass? No, nope, <laughs> yeah. he blows up. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they really were trying to have like a general Tarkin type moment yeah. with him. But it just Yeah, that out. guy was definitely like, what? Why yeah. is he here? Uh, I like him as an actor, but like. Yeah, I do too. Well, I, I mean, most of them all are all great actors. Exactly. But. Yeah. yeah, but like that was the thing. It's like the original. Just keep husking there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at that he point, was fine. like, yeah, I mean, at that point, we've already hated him. Like, have that final moment where Hux like gets blown up. That's yeah. great. That's what we were living yeah. up to. Now. Redeeming him, like, yeah, don't just bring... because he still doesn't like Kylo Ren. Kind of, uh... It's like like a like a bully who gets like dethroned. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like him because he he punched my sandwich at yeah. lunch. It, it has the same feeling of, as like how they killed uh, Plasma. Phasma, or, you know, Phasma, yeah, Captain yeah. Phasma. It was just like, I wait, we're down. building her up for like this moment and then she just dies in The Last Jedi? Like, yeah. What? yeah. So it's once again, it's just yeah. no continuity. Yeah. And so Ben and then, crawls himself up. Right. And he gives his inner life force to her, right? They smile, they make out, and then he disappears. Yeah. He's just done. He's just gone. She doesn't cry. <laughs> she gets in a plane. She goes to Tatooine, the place that Luke hated. <laughs> I saw there's like how I think it was how this should have ended. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. Where it's like, or what? Honest trailers, maybe. It was like, it's like, oh, thanks. Like you're burying my lightsaber in the place that I hate. Cool. <laughs> like I know, I left this place for a reason. Like my aunt and uncle died right where you're. Burying the lightsaber is cool. Great. Uh, so, uh, and I guess they buried Leia's lightsaber too because there's two lightsabers. I, yeah. Been in, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. And then that's when the old lady's like, who are you? And she's like, gets the yellow lightsaber because yeah. it's finally her own. And she's like, I'm Ray, Ray Skywalker. And that's when we see Luke and Leia like looking at her. I was like, so Ben... I mean, because once you said, you, you explained it well, where it's like you have to learn the, the being one with the Force and all yeah. that stuff. But, like, if you already, within the series, have Vader, like, back. Like, that was a great thing. And so it was this happy ending. Everyone's celebrating together. Right. You know, like, they're dancing. The Ewoks are dancing. And you have the Force Ghost. And you see Anakin, like... Even though he had to burn his father's suit, like you get to see him. Yeah, he's you know redeemed. the redemption. Yeah, exactly. Like they could have had a moment where she's like burning his like clothes or something. I don't know. Like no, I, I think they really botched a lot of these relationships, like yeah. the emotional moments of the relationship. Like I was, again, I don't care whether or not. <laughs> I, mean, I had no issues with right. Finn being black and her being white. I right. could care less about that. Um, more power to him, yeah. you know. But um, they had more chemistry. But but I. I liked the whole idea of like the like you know before it was like we're gonna turn 
Darth Vader, but he's my dad. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, I like the idea of like the, the two enemies end up falling in love. She turns him yeah. over to the good side. I mean, side. it's ultimately love, right? That yeah. like saved you. Like Vader's love for his son. Yeah. What and, right. Him. And then Han Solo's love yeah. for his son and like his, like love for his parents and yeah. Ray's love for him. And it's like, yeah, for sure. Like love is like the most powerful. Um, despite the fact that Anna can turn to the dark side because of yeah. love. And now there's no balance in the force. Like that was the whole thing. There was supposed to be balance in the force. Well, and that's a lot of where people are even kind of saying like, how much did the Jedi's actually know what they're talking about when they said that? Because maybe <laughs> balance in the force was actually supposed to be like this middle ground. Yeah. That you're not supposed to be like so suppressing the dark side that you like the good side is like, Oh, uh, okay. That and, makes sense. And they bring that up in the clone. She's not Wars. like purely good. Like she yeah. has a little bit. So of, they bring that up in the, in the, okay. in the, yeah. um, clone wars too, where these like these angel like creatures when they're talking where they're like the Jedi's have swung too far. Yeah. To where like anything they're legalistic at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's like they they are almost like the monks or whatever, like they've purified their life of anything, but then they've like lost touch with then like that part of like righteous anger yeah. and things like that. And then the dark side is like gone the other way, almost to counterbalance the light side. Yeah. And so it's like the like what Snope talks about, like if everybody pushes the light side, then anybody who was in the middle Goes to the dark. Goes more over to the dark side now. It's a good message. Yeah, which is kind of what you see in our politics yeah. right now. But um, so it's like, you know, it's like, so the whole idea of like Anakin bringing balance to the force is actually like if he kills all the Jedi and kills the Emperor, <laughs> yeah, then like there is now balance in the force because there aren't like these crazy purists yeah. on either side anymore. Yeah. You know, he's just, he's he's killed all the extremes. Yeah. And now it's back to the middle. Yeah. Um, and so Ray kind of was like a fulfillment of like that middle ground where she's like, I'm okay shooting lightning out of my hands if it's for a good cause, you know? Yeah. So anyways. Uh, all right. So yeah. So the movie ends. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. So I, I through those sections, the space battle definitely was dumb, but I knew the space battle. I hated the space battle from the moment I saw the opening shot of all the Star Destroyers. Uh-huh. Because I was just like, this is yeah. ridiculous. You and I had talked about that when we saw the trailer. We're yeah. like, it just feels like too much is happening. Yeah. And, so, and I'm not like opposed to him having this like secret army. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, that's too much. Yeah. Like in Star Wars land, you could not have that big of an army and get away with it. Yeah. Uh, so that's just dumb. And then even like the whole like, and because there were so many of them and everybody's like, there's no way you could beat that many Star Destroyers at once. They're like, oh, but they have to get up off the ground a certain <laughs> amount before they can really fight. <laughs> so while they're not, while they're still low, they're just sitting ducks and we can take them out before <laughs> yeah. they can kill us. Yeah. But we got to get to them before they can. And it's like, you just are trying to fix a problem that you made. <laughs> Why don't you just have less Star Destroyers? How about instead of like thousands of Star Destroyers, yeah. there's like 10 Star yeah. Destroyers and it's your 10 Star, their 10 Star Destroyers versus your 20 normal ships and we just see how it goes. Yeah. You know, like, or even like 20 or well, 30, even the fact 50 that, even, you know, but it's like, that is like so many. Well, and that now that they had, so that's basically, did they blow up a planet in this one too with, with their, because that's the whole point is that they now had the power of blowing up a planet in each, in star, each star destroyer. They didn't blow up any planets, but they said that they had that technology in the, in the, no, they, they shot one planet because remember they like shoot it and it's like, and then, then it blows up. They, they do, uh, they, they blow up like one and it's like, they don't blow it up in the way that like 
the Death Star blew up, but it like shot and like blew up a chunk of it, and then kind of like and it was like a giant laser. Oh, so. I don't remember that, but exactly. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, yeah, and that definitely was also like really stupid to me. Yeah, because they blow they blew up the planet that Rocketeer was on. Oh, did they? Because mm-hmm. remember Poe's like she's dead because she that, and then that's when we see her at the end. Oh, she's not dead. She's not dead. Um. So, anyways, Papa I think Duke's also there too. Uh, that that was definitely again like the way that they all the whole new trilogy handled the immense power of the Death Star. Like again, the whole reason is the size of the moon is because this weapon and energy that is required to shoot it is like enormous. Yeah. So it's not like it's like if we're like, hey, you know the power of a nuclear bomb? We put it in the size of a bullet. It's like no, you didn't. <laughs> Because it's a nuclear bomb, yeah. and they don't fit in the size of a bullet. Yeah, that doesn't work. Well, you know what this reminds me of? Dragon Ball Z, where it just gets more it's and more, just more and more powerful. You know, like yeah. what do you do? Like as a kid, I'm sure kids freaking love these series. You know, like we loved. I loved the prequels. Like I loved Phantom Menace. You know, when I was a kid, like I saw that movie, and I was like, "This is the best movie I've ever seen." Because when you're a kid, you want spectacle. You don't yeah. care about death at all. Yeah. And so when you get older, that's why a lot of people are like looking back and I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe right. Return to Jedi it was weird that Ewoks were killing yeah. stormtroopers. You know, because logic right. prevails. And yeah. so, yeah. Well, and that is, I think, one element of Star Wars is like, who is this? Who is the real audience for these movies? And it's children. It's children. Yeah. And yeah, Teddy Bear is killing like trained soldiers from their entire life yeah. with lasers versus yeah. bows and arrows you know it's like and then in like in the mandalorian we learn that there's like no way to kill those at walkers with normal guns and yet then they destroy them by like making them trip and fall over basically yeah so i mean yeah there's definitely like moments and i think because we were kids when we watched them we're just go ah well that's just star wars but then yeah. when this new stuff comes out we're like what, what? you know and yeah. it's like horses riding on the side of a star destroyer but it's like well, that's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. you just have to kind of let it be what it is. Um, so I think uh, closing thoughts uh, after going through all of it, uh, I think where I said my expectations going in was the movie was going to be horrible. I think when I walked out of the theater, I was like, okay, where they took the overall story of the trilogy, I am more, more happy with or more okay with than I thought I was going to be the story, the overall story wrapped up better than I thought it would with like Ben turning back to the good side, Han being the one that turns him back to the good side through the help of Leia, um, uh, Ray defeating the emperor, even using like his own powers against him, all the other like force users from the past, like coming to help her. Um, even Palpatine being the bad guy. Like I thought that was really dumb at first. And then I was like, yeah, this actually kind of makes sense because again, like, he was the bad guy of the first series of the first trilogy the prequels. Now the bad guy in this one, I think probably I like, I walked out being like, all right, where we said the, out of the first number seven of the right, uh, what was the first was force Awakens. force Awakens, where we were like, well, we'll see where this goes. This is where it went. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can like from a just big picture storytelling out element of like, here's a story about Ray and here's how it ended. And here's this, you know, and the new people are the new order and this is how they ended. And, you know, Ben Solo is the new bad guy and this is how he ends. Um, I was like, all right, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Now, the actual storytelling, my next thought, though, immediately after that was like, but man, I wish they had known that this is where they're going all along because then the, 
two earlier movies should have been completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, like all this did in this third movie was make me be like, wow, those first two are not the right movies for this movie. Yeah. Like if this is where the story was going, that was really bad storytelling. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of where it is. It's like, this was a good story overall. Not like great by any means. Like the first one is definitely the best story. A farm boy who goes to save a princess, finds out it's his sister, the rogue scoundrel who doesn't care, who's best friends with this random crazy Wookiee, you know, learns about these force powers, becomes one of them, finds out that he's the child of, you know, the bag. I mean, like that. Yeah, that, that story is like the grandpa from Princess Bride reading you a story. Yeah, that's just like an awesome, yeah. classic hero's journey classic. story, like you're saying. The prequels of like Anakin going bad, not a very good story. It's like when grandpa was taking cocaine. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, no, it's just, and it's just like, it's just, that was like, yeah. Like overall, the, the prequels, like big picture story was not good. Yeah. And the fact that, like, so he turns because he thinks she's going to die in childbirth. That's what turns into the dark side. Like, that's not even like a good. She dies not from complication from birth, but because she's so given up. Because her heart is broken. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I think, like, I sometimes with Star Wars, I yeah. like, I try to look at more like, oh, I, expect, I think, especially with a trilogy or something like that, where it's like a series of movies, you have to look at like the bigger picture that they're telling, not like the micro story of scene to scenes or lines to lines. Um, yeah, it's just you know, hard even when like, you're sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like, that, this was my thoughts. And then like, you like in the Avengers, like the way that they redeemed like Tony Stark throughout right. the whole movies, Captain America went back and danced with his wife, you know, or with Peggy. We don't know that they got married. <laughs> That's true. They might have just lived Because I mean, they're like, how was life? And he's like, I won't tell you. Like, right. They probably got divorced after the first year. Like, <laughs> I cannot stand you. Oh, I say to America and the world so many times. Screw you. <laughs> In the future, there's this thing called the internet. <laughs> I want to divorce you. You want to divorce me? I'm going to be forever young, baby. <laughs> I'm a super soldier. Uh, so, <laughs> so in this one, I think overall, I, I liked where the story ended. Uh, big picture. Yeah. Uh, but I... It, this movie made me not like the first two movies even more. Mm, yeah. Because what I feel like is they crammed all of what should have happened in the first movie and definitely what should have happened in the second movie. Like the second movie shouldn't even have happened. <laughs> and what happened in this movie that felt so rushed and all these scenes and the lack of character development and the lash, la lack of emotional impact when things happen, that should have all happened over two movies, not one. Yeah. And then the first movie, the stuff with the Emperor should have been introduced versus Snoke. Yeah. And if all of that had happened, like, I don't think the movies would have been as bad. Right. Like, yeah, they still probably would have had cheesy lines. Kathleen Kennedy still would have been in charge. They still would have had these different directors that really shouldn't have been in charge. But, like, if J.J. had done all three of them and he had, like, known where it was going from the very beginning and the Emperor was, like, right off the bat, like, if halfway through or two-thirds of the way through or at the end of the, th the first movie you know, like halfway through or two thirds, somewhere in the last half of the first movie, we realized the Emperor is actually behind it all. And that sets up the like, <gasps> but the Emperor's back, yeah, you know? The problem though is if that happens, you just have the original trilogy. Not really. I mean, yeah. If, if, if it's like a farm girl or someone who's kind of abandoned and they need to find out and the Emperor is behind everything. And then ultimately it's love that brings the bad guy to defeat the Emperor. Yeah, but I mean, but it's, it's, yeah, it's somewhat similar, but not, I mean, she doesn't have to be on a farm planet. She could be anywhere, but she de technically like doesn't have any family. She's not a farmer. She's yeah. a 
salvage your girl. But I mean, it's love. If 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 it's that trio of like Darth Vader, Ben, the Emperor, and then our Luke slash Ray, like it's well, still or kind even of the if same even if Snoke had been in there, but like we all knew that there was like Darth, like the Emperor talks to Snoke at the very end. Or I'm just saying, like I think they should have introduced the fact that the Emperor was the ultimate bad guy yeah, from I the agree. very beginning. Yeah. Um, and then I, I still think like Ray's story is different than Luke's. Mm. Um, and yeah, her her balance. They could have maybe focused a little more on like that, and like, like realization and, of her being like, no, like the goodness of the Force of all of this is the balance of like our emotions. We can love and be angry, right? But also, yeah, and, that, and I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying. All the stuff that they played out throughout that, like, and like. Luke never fell in love with Darth Vader. Right. I like so like her and Ben's. I would have like pushed her relationship with Ben like, well, and they kind of did. I just would have weeded out some of the other like potential prospects. Yeah. So that way it was very obvious that it was her and Ben. Yeah. Which by the second movie it definitely seemed like it was. Um, and the fact that she like you know, and even she's like you know, I would have taken Ben's hand, but not Kylo Ren's. You know, it's like so. I think like their relationship like had its good moments in it. It's just that like. The second movie, Whew. and then again, it's like if there was stuff, you need to set stuff up so yeah. it pays off later. Because yeah. I mean, <sighs> you know, I've been watching more of Parks and Rec, and there's stuff that you were saying that, like, going back and watching it, yeah. you realize there's all these things that they set up earlier. And so it's like, as I've been watching it since I'm like binging through it, I'm like, that was in season one. Yeah, you know, that's something that Ron Swanson talks about or something that he says he doesn't do for anybody because he doesn't care about anybody. And then he goes and does it for Leslie. Yeah. His character development. Yeah, yeah, but it's like they set up stuff about him that then is revealed later and it means it's more impactful and meaningful. I mean, they do that in the office. That's good storytelling yeah. when you set stuff up and then you let it pay off later. <laughs> yeah. And the problem with this is like there was no setup to the payoff. <laughs> so, And I'm like, overall, the payoff of the big story, not the like, yeah. not the crazy scenes yeah. or the little minor plot yeah. holes. But like, dead. He's alive. Yeah, not yeah. that kind of stuff, but like the big picture part of like Ray being Palpatine's granddaughter, Ben turning back from the light side, really because of his parents, yeah. but like Ray shows love and kindness to him. Like she's an example of what he could be, but really it's his parents that draw him back. Um, them like falling in love or having like this kind of love relationship. I would have probably have pushed that a little bit more yeah. uh, to like really make it feel like they were in love. Yeah. And then his sacrifice at the end be more dramatic. Him even like dying for her totally works. Now him giving his life blood or whatever he did. Of that That is weird because again, that like breaks the world of Star Wars and the rules of it. You can't do that. Well, and he disappears. Doesn't that show that he became one with the force, right? Well, and that's the thing. Like Qui-Gon disappears, Obi-Wan disappears no, they burn qui-gon they burn oh, his they body do. yeah so he doesn't disappear yeah so obi-wan and yoda disappear mm -hmm. yeah they do yeah that doesn't mean that and i guess no right. vader they burn his body but then he's a ghost because remember he like dies in the suit yeah. and he doesn't disappear yeah but ben disappears he becomes one with and that's what i'm saying they're very very yeah all over the map with that <laughs> and so you know, like some of that can just be like, well, they haven't really been keeping it honest with it throughout the whole time. So <laughs> that's like some, a little bit more excusable, <laughs> even though it doesn't make any sense. But yeah. nonetheless, I think that's probably where like, as far as like this movie goes, was it a good movie? Eh, no, I mean, but, but like I, I went into <laughs> it knowing that it wasn't going to be a good movie. Yeah. You know? So I was like, I thought it was going to be a horribly trash movie. 
and it was still pretty bad. The spectacle was still entertaining enough. Uh, like the, you know, like lightsaber fights and people shooting each other with, with blasters. Like that's always entertaining to me, no matter what, like I said, I'm in the world. I don't really care if it's good or not. Um, but I think the thing that I was pleasantly surprised by was that I was like, Oh, this actually wrapped up the bigger story better than I thought it would. Where I thought it was just going to be, I thought the emperor thing was going to be super dumb, like not make any sense whatsoever, but it kind of did. Like you even said, like it makes sense that he would clone himself. Yeah, It makes sense that he was back. Yeah. Now the finer details of him having a thousand storm, you know, star destroyers doesn't make any sense. Him having this huge, like, like Coliseum of like chanters that are all like singing together. That doesn't make any sense. You know? So like some of that stuff's like very weird, but like the overall idea of him being back, like didn't actually make me as angry as I thought it would. Um, Ben turning back didn't make me angry. I liked his ending. Um, the Ray ending on Tatooine and saying she was Skywalker. That was definitely weird to me. Um, I just wanted the, the, the pause there and then have like 90s like, da, 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 like crawling. Like yeah. I'm a Skywalker. <laughs> this movie was formed. Before so I yeah, that, but once again, that's like a smaller detail, like her having the yellow lightsaber because I'm a star Wars nerd. I know that like only the people who are, like if Jedi's never had yellow lightsabers and the dark side never had yellow lightsabers. The only people who had yellow lightsabers were people who basically were like, I don't want to be on the dark side, but I don't want to be on the light side. Yeah. So I'm going to be in the middle. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so like to me, I'm like, Oh, that's representing the fact that she is incorporating like the, the it also flashes green, blue before it goes yellow. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Do you look at it? It's like, it, and it kind of switches over. Uh, so it's also her saying, I am choosing my own destiny. So. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and Luke's saber was yellow. I wonder if Leia's was blue. Oh, you mean green? No, his was green. Yeah. You said yellow. You said his. Was oh, yellow. sorry. Luke's was green. Yeah. 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 Well, in that moment where they're training together, I think he has a green and she has blue. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's kind of like how they explain well, that, that he has a green one in uh, Return of the Jedi, even though real life the green or the blue clashed too much with the sand in the background, and that's why they and turned so it to green. And so they're like, let's just do green. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> they never explained it. Um, so I think that's kind of where I was like, well, I walked out being like, ah, oh, that ended better than I thought. Now, like individually. Uh, I really did not like the second one, but then this one would probably be my least next favorite. And then Force Awakens was like overall, like I said, I had less issues with like the yeah. actual scenes of the movie. It's just a it's a safe movie and plot points. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's what it was. It was safe, and that would be like the biggest argument I'd have. And there was definitely parts, like I said, like Ray all of a sudden having Force powers and being super strong when it didn't make any sense. Um, and I'll say this: my dad said it back in the day. If Harrison Ford wasn't in Star Wars, it would not be as successful as it is now. And, you know, there is something about Harrison Ford, his charm as Han Solo, that character that binds everything together in the original trilogies, you know. Well, to a certain degree, he kind of represents like us. Yeah. Like the non-Force people. Yeah. You know, he doesn't really believe in the Force. Mm -hmm. He's just this random guy who just sort of gets like drug along on this journey that he never really wanted to go on to begin with. Um well, and he like talks back about the ridiculous things. Yeah, and, yeah. He kind of calls out stuff and says I mean, it's stupid. And, it was just like the little moments where Chewie is playing that chess game with Finn and Poe, you know. And it was just like, 
he's not going to do anything. He's not doing, you know, they're trying to have like this weird banter back and forth. But like, that was the best thing is that Chewie was like, ah, and it's like, he'll rip your arms off. Yeah. And he just puts his hands, you know, they all have to like, and it was like, almost like, oh my. Yeah. But then like Finn and Poe, like, they're right. just like, eh, whatever. Well, and they definitely did they a lot of those. demasculate. Well, they definitely Chewie. did a lot of those like callbacks to where they're trying to show like, look, Chewie's matured and gotten older. Uh, but uh, so much of that is not on, is not necessary. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's where kind of I feel like my final thoughts on the movie are is that liked the big picture overall story of it better than I thought I would because of how it wrapped up. But I wish that they had known what they were doing from the beginning or if they had known, I wish they'd incorporated it sooner um, because the first movie choosing the safe choice made it not as good if that's where they were going. They should have been more riskier with it and actually pushed it towards that direction to begin with. And then the second movie definitely should have incorporated stuff that was in the third movie. Yeah. Um, even this like other band of stormtrooper rejects, you know, or st- free stormtroopers, like they could have been in the second movie. Yeah. Like all the whole like we're running away from this, this you know, this fleet chasing us. Like that's just such a lame yeah. storyline that it's like, man, there could have been so much more there. Yeah, I think you know. the only thing, my defense of like the prequels and of Last Jedi is it was something different. I, even as a kid, I remember thinking that they kind of jumped the shark when they blew up the Death Star in New Hope because what well, was the thing that they were rebuilding was the Death Star. You know, it's like almost they like they had to have that center point yeah. again of like destruction. And so, you know, they kind of threw all their chips in in that first movie. And so remaking it in Empire and uh um return of the jedi you know like that was kind of like that story was just repeating the first one essentially but just making it a little longer and so now returning back to that with this new trilogy of like a death star we have to destroy it you know it's just just it's the same thing so with the prequels they didn't have like a death star you know they were Focusing on that story of Anakin becoming Darth Vader. Yeah. Now, granted, because George Lucas is bad at character development and bad at like simple dialogue, it did not work because he's good at like the complex, like the Death Star. He's good at coming up with those things. He's good at the the epic battles and stuff like that. But the problem is the prequels needed to have that good character. You know, well, it was a character story. It's at that a point. story, exactly. And so yeah. the thing that falls flat every time is, "Hello, Anakin." Yeah. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's a, the human emotion because it's a very human story that's being told of a good innocent child becoming the ultimate evil in the galaxy. So I, I respected that aspect of it, even though it wasn't because uh, he was trying to be different. He's trying to be different, and so then you have Force Awakens. It's the same as New Hope. You know, it's almost a carbon yeah. copy. You're like a uh, Last Jedi, you know, even if it is like the little thing of they running out of gas, like yes, that's lame, and it feels more like a TV episode than a movie. It was somewhat different, but then you have Snoke. Now, granted, Snoke was in Force Awakens, but you know, it's just this like rehashing of what we've heard so many times, and so then Rise of Skywalker was once again. They blow up, but they don't blow, you know, and they, I respect that they tried to do something different, but you have the, you literally have the emperor who was in the original, you know, trilogy. He's the villain again. 
I don't know. It's just to me, it just yeah. Felt- but I mean, you think about it, though, like Luke. Leia and Han and Chewie and R2 and C-3PO are also all in this movie too. Well, they're killing them all though. Yeah, I know, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. I, I think as much as people are like, oh, we want a new story, we also didn't. I think a lot of people wanted what happens to Luke, Leia, and yeah. Han. Well, and, they, and then their kids. It's right. like when it's like, oh, that's Ben Solo, that's that's Han and Leia's yeah. kid. And Ben was in the in the books, like him, uh, Luke or Han and Leia have twins. Uh, ben and I can't remember the girl's name, uh, but boy and girl, and they both have force powers. And Ben does actually turn to the dark side, and then his sister, or I think Leia and his sister, pull him back. Or Luke goes to, anyways, a bunch of people keep going back and forth to the dark side, <laughs> and they, the families all yeah. help each other get back out. And um, so it's like, I think that's kind of like, oh, this is like them older. It's almost like if we saw like Harry Potter. Yeah. And it's about Harry's son. But really, we also want to know what Harry's up to. Well, they have that, the cursed child. Right, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, so then at that point, like, if Voldemort comes back at somehow and Harry has to sacrifice himself so that way his son can finally defeat Voldemort, it's like, well, that kind of makes sense because, like, Harry's in the story, so why shouldn't Voldemort be in the story? Voldemort got destroyed, though. Like, that's the thing. It's like when Harry died, like, the piece that was with Harry died. Well, yeah, I'm that, but that's that story. Yeah, and that's in the cursed child though. Like the story that happens is that it's it's evil still exists. It but it's not Voldemort. You know, like that's the thing is it's the the child, his cursed child. You know, his child. Um, I think what happens is that he gets like a hex or something. I don't know. It's well, we're getting in, we're getting into Harry Potter. Right, though. but it's but, different. Is yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying in this situation though, the Emperor could not die like in star wars like maul so is he just gonna come back in the future now i mean i don't know but that's what i'm saying in star wars land maul comes back the, like people come back from the dead on a regular basis right. um i mean to the point that it's almost a joke yeah i think that's why i'm just like so i just am tired with all <laughs> so i think that part like i think where a lot when i first saw that the emperor was back i was just like that's really dumb yeah. Um, and especially when, if they're like, especially knowing, and I, I wonder if this is part of it is that like, they didn't really know how long they were going to like keep them going after this trilogy. But like, if this is like, Hey, this is the end of the Skywalker trilogy. Well, like the Skywalker trilogy's ultimate villain was always the emperor. Like Anakin's villain was the emperor. Luke's villain was the emperor. Now Ray's villain is the emperor. You know, I can't wait for Schlock Lumpak be the emperor. <laughs> you know, like in, in the next three movies that we have or the next Star Wars series. I don't know. Like, it's just. So you didn't like the emperor in the overall. So what's your overall like? Not about that movie yeah. specifically, but how do you feel about the whole overall big picture story? Because I think we can both agree that like, yes, the storytelling in that actual movie, there was a lot of bad things that they did. Yeah. A lot of like just bad writing, bad storytelling. Yeah. But like big picture on how the whole trilogy went. Yeah. The whole the overall story of it. Yeah. I mean, if it's a like a tier system, you know, you have the original trilogy, it tells the story perfectly. Beginning to end. Kid ends up being, you know, like it's a kid who's a nobody 
His father is second in command and wants to take over the galaxy. And it's these two opposing forces coming, meeting middle ground and being like, no, like our family, our love is the ultimate thing. Destroys the emperor, destroys the galaxy, brings order. That's all you need to know. The prequels, they wanted to tell that story of how it's set up and all that stuff. So then that's when we now have this new line of stuff where it's like you have an opportunity to do something completely different and, and a completely different story. So it's like there's a new order. So what was the point of the original trilogy if like they're just back? You know, now you're setting up a chain of events where this can just keep happening. Because if Snoke is, I mean, if, if the Emperor is that smart and he cloned himself, who's saying he's not cloned again in, in another three movies? You know, another three movies, another three movies. Like, there is no finality. There is nothing like that, like, kind of wraps everything up now because we had that wrap up with the original trilogy. And the only reason we have Palpatine in the other one is because it was a prequel. It was telling us what's leading up to this story. So now you have an opportunity to see Luke's journey or, you know, maybe Luke has gone bad and he's the new type thing. You know, like that's a progression that I can get behind. But if we have set up that like that uh, Palpatine is dead because of the sacrifice that Vader made, you know, to bring his son and have ultimate freedom in the galaxy i don't know it's just it's this constant like why should i celebrate at the end of this one at the rise of skywalker if it could just happen again in uh, 30 years well i mean the idea that obviously bad stuff like that you vanquish an evil and a new evil takes its place but it's not new evil it's the same evil it's palpatine well but i mean or whatever yeah. you know i mean you. Like, like I would get it if it. Was, what I'm saying is they should have had like a new person. Like, even the fact that Snoke was so much like Palpatine was kind of like, eh. Like, I like that Ben was this family member who had kind of gone evil, and he kind of should have just been his own thing with a whole new set of maybe something different. Because like, but I think what you're wanting really is actually a story that doesn't involve Luke and Leia and Han. I'm wondering a story that doesn't involve the same villain again. Because, like, I get that they killed Luke and Leia, and they're trying to do a... The whole point is that we're having a new generation, a new story, right? Like, with Rey's story. And yeah, all but I, th I think, again, it's like, if Luke... If Luke... Uh, if you have, like, him vanquishing evil, and then later, it's like, it would be hard for there to be a new evil, and it still be him completely. So it's like, I think if you're going to do what you're talking about, it's easier if it was just 100 years in the future and they're dead. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but they didn't do that. They did do that because Disney was like, we need to... The problem is they now are doing that. You know, they're they're hiring the Game of Thrones guys. They're, yeah. they're working, even Ryan Johnson's working on his own trilogy. You know, right. they're trying to get these fully fleshed, but they were so eager to get this story out and the problem is when you have a foundation like that and that's like where we're going, that's the taste you're leaving in our mouths. Why should we care about this next journey? You know, where it's like they're literally just scraping what they had from the original trilogies and just slapping it down. Yeah, I think that's Cause like if we're not going to see Ray anymore, like this story, like that's the whole thing. The actors and everyone like, yeah, we're done. It's yeah. like, why do we have Luke and Leia and all that? You know, like, if these new characters that we focus on yeah. were just, like, supposed to be, like, our 
like they should be carried on to another three movies of just them, you know, like of just Ray and Poe. Did it stop? No, it's still recording. I think it flipped over. We've been going for like two and a half hours. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe part A, part B. Yeah. Uh, For me, it's like what I thought with the original trilogy is like they don't know, like the shows and the books, right? Great stories. You know, they they know how to like progress an amazing story and do something different. Dive into the Clone Wars, dive into like things that we haven't seen instead of rehashing things that we have seen. You know, like we've seen a giant Death Star. We've seen Star Destroyers. We've seen the crinkly old, uh, you know, general who listens to everything that, you know, we've seen Darth Vader. We don't need a bin, you know. We literally have seen the Emperor before. Why is he back? Like, I, you know, it's just, it's the copy and paste, but in a less, like, it's like a copy, but, like, not as good, not as well written out, not as well, you know. It's kind of faded version of the original. And so I think that's, that's my problem, where the prequels were telling us that story. I'm not saying they were good, but they were at least trying to lead us into this new story. This third story should at least be like a progression of something different than. Well, I mean, I, 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 uh, only, I, I know it's the Skywalker like yeah, saga. I, I was gonna say yeah. only if they wanted to keep going. Yeah. I mean, I think to a certain degree, and I think uh, yes, Disney wanted to make money because, of course, they. I mean, they're a company. Everybody wants to make money. I mean, I don't. You, you and me, when we make stuff, we don't want to lose money. We want to make money off of what we make. So I, you know, I think the the commerce side of filmmaking or storytelling like should never be a slight against the person doing it yeah like i mean you know like it's everybody's every storyteller's dream that you can make a living and make a good living even yeah off of what you make yeah so like good for disney that yeah. they're wanting to make money off of their stories that's what you and i want to do um but i think the fans actually really wanted to see what happened next mm. um i think i mean that's why all those books are super popular i think the star wars fanatical fans wanted to know what happened to Luke, Leia and Han after yeah. the sixth movie or, you know, after return of the Jedi. Um, the problem is they're all old now. Yeah. So I think some of what you're saying is like the story that you were like, if you're going to do it this way, it needs to almost be a finishing of their story. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's almost like we had the three that led up to it and now we had the main one and now we need the three that kind of like wrap it up. Yeah. And then in that case, like Luke is the hero. Yeah. And Leia's the hero. Yeah. And Han's the hero. Yeah. And it's not a new people because we don't need new people because we actually are watching because we want to know what happens to these original people. Yes. But they're yeah. old. Yeah. So it's hard to do that now. If they had been even in their 40s, we totally could have done that. Yeah. But they're now in their 60s. So we can't do that anymore. 70s, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's uh, So it's like we need young people yeah. to start it off. But it's like... Or don't have them in the picture at all. Luke and Leia are not in the prequels for a reason, you know. Like, right, and so that's what yeah. I'm saying. But then at that point, like you're saying, Darth Vader sacrificed the end of the Empire. That's a big moment. Yeah. It was six movies. Start a completely new story yes. with new people, yes. and Luke and Leia and all these other people are like distant memories. Yes. Yes. Um, but they didn't do that. So because they did try to like wrap up, almost like hey, almost in almost make a trilogy of trilogies. Yeah. And this is the last act in the trilogies. Uh, did they wrap it up well? No, they did not. They but, wrapped it up to the best they could. But I think that's what I'm saying. To me, yeah. like the Emperor made sense 
because he's the bad guy of the other two trilogies. Yeah. So in the trilogy of trilogies, it makes sense for him to be the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. The the one defining bad guy saga thing. Right. I mean, yeah. and technically in the first three, he wasn't like obviously the bad guy. Right. Maul was, Dooku was, General Grievous was, but yeah. he was the puppet master. Yeah. So I'm fine with him being, and even in the, even in the original trilogy, Darth Vader is the main bad guy. Yeah. But again, in, he's in New the Hope, we don't see right. the Emperor really um, at all, right? Uh, he's like kind of. He, they talk about him. They talk about him, but. Uh, and then some holograms. Uh, and then, uh, so he's the puppet master in that one too. So I would have been fine if he had been again the puppet master in this one, which he kind of was supposed to have been. Yeah. But we just didn't see it. And I guess that's again where I'm like, I'm fine with him being. If they're like, hey. You're like, they wrapped it up already. We don't need any more. But if they're like, well, fans want more. So we're going to wrap it up in three more movies of this whole kind of story, which is weird to call it the Skywalker saga since it ends with two Palpatines. That's not really the Skywalker story, in my opinion. So, you know, Ray should have been somebody's kid on the Skywalker side. She should have been because, because ben, then it ben becomes nothing. Yeah. And so then it makes more sense. Like if Palpatine is the bad guy. Or if it had been more about Ben Solo and less about Ray, or if Ray had been Luke's daughter somehow, you know, I don't know, you know, like, or if. But he, they should have kept if Ray was or Luke's she was daughter, a, but still had that like hot connection with Ben. <laughs> oh, that's true. The cousin. Cousins. Uh, or if like uh, the Emperor. That would stay true to the original trilogy. <laughs> exactly. Or if Anna, you know, if they had taken like. If the emperor had cloned her from like Anakin and him, you know, his own DNA or something like that, you know, that would have been weird. But I mean, anyway, it definitely was weird that they're calling it the Skywalker saga and it ends with a hero that wasn't even a Skywalker. Yeah. And her saying she was a Skywalker at the end does not, in my opinion, make her a Skywalker. I'm a Skywalker. No, you're not. You're a Palpatine. <laughs> uh, but sorry, you don't just get to decide what family you want to be a part of. I just, I just want, um, what was his name? Uh, Watto at the end of that, where she's like, I'm a Skywalker. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I know Palpatine's wise. <laughs> or if her and Ben, if he had lived. Yeah. And then like, and then they'd gotten married. Yeah. And they buried them together. Yeah. And then it would have been like, oh, nice. And yeah. then, and then like she said, I would have joined, I would have taken Ben's hand, but not. Yeah. And if like they had buried him and then he like, she yeah. then grabbed his hand as yeah. they're standing there. Yeah. That would have been a beautiful ending. Well, and that's that's where like the original Star Wars, like that happiness ending, you know, like there yeah. was something beautiful about growing up and, and watching. It was really like Revenge of the Sith, like even the end of Phantom Menace, you know, da, 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 da. right? And like uh, the end of Return of the Jedi, like there needs to, like we've had the sadness, we've lost Luke, we've lost Leia, we've lost right. Han, you know, we we've had sadness. We need like a happy ending. Yeah. Her being like, are we supposed to be trying? Like, I felt empty and hollow at the end of that movie. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, the person she loved and has a deeper connection than anyone else in the galaxy is disappeared. Doesn't even have a force ghost. You know, like, there was a hope with Luke when he got to see Anakin at the end. You know, like, yeah. there was something, like, wonderful and... Right, because like he was it, saying the whole time I could turn him. Right. And then he does. Yeah, and and then he gets, you know, and Leia's his sister's there, and he's yeah. like, no. You know, and they hug, and they, they dance, and yeah. it's great. So, yeah. and I think they were missing that. And then that. Carrie Fisher goes and does some cocaine <laughs> offset. <laughs> Maybe math and everything else. Um. So, yeah, I again, I guess that's... Um, yeah, I just wanted some joy again. Like, if it is a kid's movie, like, let's have, like, that happy kid's ending of that they lived happily ever after. Yeah. You know, the princess and the... 
And I think you're still commenting, which I don't disagree with you on, but on the nitty gritties of the actual storytelling, um, which is bad. Yeah. Which I totally agree with. Uh, but I think on the big picture realm, I think you also still don't like it. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I think it's... Not to put words in your mouth, but to, to translate your thoughts a little bit. I mean, and if we're going to be Star Wars fanatics, even the original author of the whole series was like, nah, this isn't my vision. Well, yeah, his you vision know? was weird. Yeah, his but, vision was but, weird. But. but yeah, and so I think with me, I'm like, all right, there's things, things I would change. I mean, and overall, I would say that is not the trilogy, post-trilogy trilogy or whatever, the sequel trilogy I would have made to the original trilogy. But there's elements in it that I'm like okay with. You know, like Ben being evil, I liked. Him turning back to the good side and sacrificing himself at the end, I liked. Even though I think him, like in this version of it, it would have made more sense for them to be married at the end yep. or something, just so that way, like then she would have been a Skywalker. Yeah. But, uh, and then um, Ray being a Palpatine, all right, that's fine, you know. Um, Palpatine being the bad guy and her beating him at the end. like And like how they brought him back to life or him in that weird machine. Like once again, that's getting into the nitty gritty details that I would change all of that. Um, but like him being the overall bad guy, even if he was just like a spirit ghost that they have to fight somehow, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> like uh, you know, like uh, just like, but him being the yeah. overarching bad guy like makes sense to me. Not if they keep going with the same story, but if it's like, all right, it's now done. Um and then, like, all of, like, Luke, Lei, and Han having to sacrifice themselves to, like, finally defeat the Empire, the Emperor. Have they? Well, that's, I mean, at this <laughs> point, we would assume they are. We thought that for the last trilogy, you know? Like, it's just, I don't know. That's, that's it just did not give me any confirmation that they have. If, if, if we have had three different trilogies and, like, the, imp, like, what's the one constant thing? It's the Force and the Sith <laughs> that they are like always there. Yeah, or or Palpatine, at least. I don't think at this point they're going... I mean, who knows what will happen, obviously, in the future. But, um, I mean, and maybe later on they'll decide to have Rey back in there again um, when she decides she wants some money when she's 50. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I think at this point everybody... I mean, they've said... The Dis, you know, Bob Iger said it. Kathleen Kennedy said it. That they're like they're done with the Skywalker saga. Yeah, um, and I think that I think that's true just because they realize that people are are done, like they don't want it anymore. And like when Disney got bought, like fans did want the trilogy. Yeah, the you know they did the saga. Yeah, 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 they wanted that trilogy of trilogies. Oh yeah, I mean that was always talked about. It's like George Lucas originally wanted nine. Yeah, you know, and even and that's why I heard twelve, and that's why all the books even got created and stuff like. Yeah, people love to know what happened to Luke and Leia and Han afterwards. So like the fact that like they were all alive, they were all willing to do it. Even Luke, who like even Mark Hamill, who wasn't like super into Star Wars stuff, always like post his younger life, like seemed like he was ready to play Luke again. Everybody seemed excited. It was like, yeah, we can finally like come back to the original crew that we loved. Yeah. Um, so I think at this point though, especially obviously with Carrie Fisher being dead, it's like, all right, this original crew is done. Their story is done. I mean, we did have Lando 
talk to lady is like, let's go find out your family, you know? Well, I mean, I don't and really like, call Lando. Bar movies. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's kind of, uh, I think, I think at this point, and I think that's where it is, like where I walked out of the theater. I was like, they did not know what they were doing when they went into it. They yeah. didn't know if they were only going to make three. They didn't know if they were wrapping up the Skywalker. I mean, they've kind of been like, as stuff has happened, they're like, you know what? Let's problem solve yeah. this and fix yeah. this. And that's where I'm like, if they'd known that this is where they're ending, they could have, yeah, they could have done it right from the beginning. Yeah. And that's like my biggest, like, yeah, not like biggest criticism of the new trilogy is that, like, all right, guys, if you had made a plan. Yeah. Which is why I always go back to Marvel and why I always blame it on Kathleen Kennedy. Because it's like a plan of we're just going to keep making these movies as long as people want to watch them is why people jump the shark. Yeah. Because you run out of ideas, but you're still making movies. And it's like instead, if you have the Breaking Bad mentality or these other shows where it's like, here's where we're going. Here's where the show ends. Yeah. And when it ends, it ends. And maybe we'll go tell a different story that relates to this story, but it's not going to be this story. We'll go tell Better Call Saul or we'll go do other stuff, but we're not going to. Like, this is the end of Mr. White's story. Yeah. Well, if anything, we could have with how Marvel, because Marvel started really sloppily, you know, like the original Hulk, you know, they're straight up fighting in the clouds, you know, as like a smoke monster type thing. So um, we could see Marvel, you know, Star Wars eventually be like, all right, we're putting in place an Infinity Gauntlet story. We're putting, you know, type thing where it's more fleshed out. Well, and then, like phase you said, a Marvel. I mean, that's Iron Man two, and that's Iron Man three. Well, and even though those movies weren't very good, they still did help tie in like the overall story. Yeah, they did develop characters in between the stories. Yeah, um, and I think that was obviously really helpful. Um, so I, mean, I, I think that's again, like to me, it's like their biggest mistake is just the fact that they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, and so uh, all the smaller elements that are bad yes those are all there the plot holes the bad character development the bad lines the bad screenplays the bad like script writing yeah that's all true um but even on the overall bigger story it's like if you had known this is where you're going you could have at least had those cheesy elements with palpatine come earlier yeah you could have at least like flushed out a little bit more with ray and and Kylo ren you know you could have you could have had some of these other elements kind of start incorporating in a little sooner after two long episodes, those are my final thoughts on it. Uh, my final question for you is, you've been saying it for a while now, you're done with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. If Star Wars comes out with any other stuff, new stuff, will you watch it or will you just be like, nope, I don't even care anymore? Yeah, I was shocked at how little I just didn't care about seeing Skywalker. You know, like I had no FOMO, nothing. So I really don't, with like this being the taste of my mouth, um and after watching like mandalorian season one and just not being really impressed with it i think i would have to like you guys you and evan would really have to be like no this is like top level movie making or like storytelling you know like you'd have to convince me on that end of things um and then it would have to be, once again, it'd have to be like a different story. Like, I can't have another Death Star. I can't have another, you know. Yeah, or like, like if they make an Obi-Wan show, you're not probably going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, like the thing I love, like I love the Old Republic. You know, I love, like they're they're working on that. Ryan Johnson actually is. So like maybe if it's something like that, but like anything that's to do with Skywalker or, or Death Star or Palpatine, like just we're done, guys. <laughs> like please have something else. Like the 
exciting thing about Darth Maul was he was different. You know, he yeah. was awesome, cool. And then, unfortunately, every villain after that in the prequels was just a different version of Darth Maul. Right. General, you know, all the different lightsabers. Yeah. Right, a double-edged lightsaber? That's cool. How about, How about four? 15, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, it's got to be something different. It can't just be... So it's really got to blow me away because I know there's a there was a second there with Marvel movies where I was like I'm, yeah I'm and dead. then and then the Russo brothers took yeah it. and so uh, the Russo brothers are actually going to be maybe directing the live action Hercules movie so interesting um, it's it's a Russo brothers or John Favreau <laughs> I was like is there no other director that they, they're like John Favreau John Favreau John Favreau for everything well between the two of them they're like they're that's probably the only two that they trust at this yeah. point I mean. John Favreau's done Jungle Book. I mean, he's relaunched so many things for them. Yeah. I mean, he did Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. You know, and then he did, obviously, the Jungle Book. I mean, yeah. it's like... Lion King. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, they're like, he's the guy. <laughs> he's got the golden finger. He's like, oh, well, is this a dying thing? Here, let me revitalize it for you. He should do a... Well, he, I guess he did with The Mandalorian. Yeah. And I mean... Yeah. I, real Star Wars fans like it. So, yeah, I mean, just back to my thoughts. It, yeah, I, I think it would have to be just something so creatively different and new. And someone's like, no, it's really, really fun. Really well, good. I think... Because uh, Infinity War, like... I mean, Winter Soldier, but Infinity War is just like peak. Like, I can't yeah. imagine what yeah, they do. Yeah, that movie was so that. good. Oh. Uh, well, and even like the way that they've revitalized Spider-Man in mm-hmm. a way that's way more entertaining yeah. than anything that's ever been before no offense lewis um <laughs> so yeah i uh i also think though that to some degree i think for me i like i said I'll, I'll keep watching them even if they're bad i don't care you know it's like it's just you know it's i enjoy them yeah. um but i enjoy the world but i also kind of think to some degree i don't know if i i don't know if star wars has ever been great at the nuance of like on the detail level of storytelling in the same way that like Breaking Bad and some of these other things are. Like it's it's very vanilla storytelling. It's very straightforward. It's not really complicated. I would say Rogue One's like the closest they've got to. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Which is what probably saved that movie because I think the acting in that movie actually is really bad. Yeah. Um, well, and that movie's just like. Yeah. Um, because like the first half of that movie, I was like, eh. But that's the movie that like people who hate the Disney movies are like hardcore like, I like Rogue One. Well, and it's because it's like the only one that's kind of like close to like yeah. being better. Um, and I think there's a lot of potential in the story, Star Wars stories to, or in the Star Wars world to yeah. make a better story. Yeah. But I just think that like the style of storytelling that is Star Wars is very surface level. It's yeah. very straightforward. I mean, even the fact that it's like cliche characters. The yeah, farm cause... boy, his dad's the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, even in the good ones that we all love, yeah. it's still like really like, wow, these are stereotypes, you know? Yeah, and I think George Lucas tried to make it like heady by adding like midichlorians yeah. and like having that whole conversation. Right. You know, and, and then just... his next trilogy was going to be a microscopic version of the midichlorians. Like he was... Yeah, was and he was, yeah, he was trying to make it more complicated than it yeah. was and it's like it's not... And, and so that's where I think I go back to, like, I think the appeal of Star Wars, the biggest, the best part about Star Wars is the world. Yeah. And really, like, they need to know, they need to learn how to, like, dive better into the world and then, like, keep the story simple. Yeah, I can't wait to go back to that casino planet. <laughs> <laughs> Last Jedi. It's like an Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> But they steal all the money. Oh, it just makes me tired. <laughs> so, anyways, well, folks... Happy May 4th. 
even though this is now the next week. Yeah. Uh, but we hope you enjoyed our two-parter mm-hmm. to celebrate Todd's birthday and Star Wars Day. Star Wars. <laughs> uh, Todd, we've enjoyed you here at Star Wars Land, and we bid you a good time. May yes. the Force be with you. You may keep always. my passport. I revoke it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, uh, to all of you out there, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm sure all of you have strong feelings as well, so if you all hate us now, especially Todd, we understand. I feel like Ben Wyatt when he's like, uh, when they talk about Lord of the Rings, and he's like, I wasn't a fan of uh, Peter Jackson's interpretation. And so <laughs> yeah. you can put that in your book. <laughs> it's like, that's how I am. It's like, I'm not a big fan of uh, Disney's interpretation. Put that <laughs> I do think, I, Man, think I think what would have been ideal is uh, if George Lucas had stayed on somewhat as Kathleen Kennedy's role and that other people had directed his movies for him. I I really I think he would have just been so hardcore about the microscopic version. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. So, um, I think the the problem was they just didn't trust the young talent. You know, like whether it was solo and like they need to have the liberty and the flexibility of just expanding that world. Where sure have one that's wacky and funny. You know, like kind of yeah. do the Marvel where it's yeah. like this is a new generation. I know you're really hardcore like making the fans happy. But like at the end of the day, like make a good movie. And you could say, well, Skywalker was like artistic. Well, you did artists, you know, like make a, just make a good blockbuster movie. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you have your like easy peasy, as you said, it's a simple plan. Just stick to it, nail it. You don't need to have a ton of fan service where it yep. makes a movie clunky and over, you know, yep. just real simple. Make it fun. Yeah, totally. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, I mean, they'll get there. I they'll get there. Like, well, I mean, it's worth too much money not to get there. Yeah. But, um, but it will probably be something where someone will come along, mm-hmm. like the Russo brothers or somebody like that, who will. I mean, really, you had you know um, three good sets of directors for the Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, you know, you had Iron Man's director. You just said John Favreau. Then you had the guy from Firefly and um, jo- uh, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon, yep. And he like he definitely took it to the next level. Yeah. With like his original like Avenger movies and some of the stuff. And then like once he was kind of starting to get burnt out on it, <laughs> then the Russos brothers came in and kind of took it even to another level. Yeah. Um. So you know I think at this point it's like and that's probably the only thing that kind of makes me worried about the future. Watiti. Well. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And even and even um like um uh John Gunn. Uh, James Gunn. Yeah. James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, not John Gunn. James Gunn. Um, you know, it's like you had these guys come in that were like just giving a different flavor and a different taste. Yeah. Um, so I think what worries me the most moving forward is that like a lot of these directors that, to be honest, were kind of burnt out on their version of Star Wars are getting the new stuff. Mm, you know, yeah. so it's like Ryan Johnson does not need to make his own new trilogy. Yeah. Nobody likes Ryan Johnson's Star Wars. Yeah. Go make Go make other movies. You're good at making other movies. Just go make, you're a huge director now. Go make other stuff. You're a great writer. Go write your own stuff. You know, it's like all these other guys, it's like, all right, it's time to let other people give it a shot because these guys are like, have already made stuff that nobody really liked. We don't want more stuff from them. I think The Last Jedi, Brian Johnson's really good at making original ideas when it's his own. I think the problem with Last Jedi was it was, it felt more of like, him making a comment about jj abrams or as star wars as you know like yeah that's not what he needs to do he needs to have like this original just loving 
version of he's telling his own story. And I think that's where it got mixed up in the crosshairs is that J.J. Abrams and the machine of Kathleen Kennedy and everyone was like, no, this is the story. And he kind of fought back and it just made this goo. And then you have yeah. <laughs> you have the last movie where it's just trying to repair everything. Yeah. So that was, that was, it's the unity aspect of it. It's, you know, if you don't have a singular focus when everyone's all together, it's going to show. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think again, yeah. where I, he's like, he's too much of an independent filmmaker where he needs to be able to have the ability to make his own world. And Which so, maybe is what he's doing with this new trilogy. Yeah, huh? but the problem is the stuff that made that first one bad is the stuff that was like universal for all of Star Wars. Yeah. You know, like hyperdriving ships into other ships to blow them up. Like, if that was feasible, why didn't they do that to the Death Star? <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like, and then why don't they just the, like put a droid on the ship since we know in the Clone Wars that droids can fly ships. Yeah. Why don't we just fly, have droids fly ships as huge missiles? You know, it's like, so it's like that kind of stuff. It's like, I just don't think he's good for a preset world. Yeah. I think he needs to go create his own worlds, his own rules. Looper. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. I mean, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, he's a great storyteller. Yeah. But he needs to be able to tell his own stories. And yeah. when you're telling a Star Wars story, you're not telling your own story. Mm, you're telling a yeah. Star Wars story. Yeah. yeah. And the same thing with like Marvel and stuff. Like the Russo brothers are great at telling stories that have already been made. Yeah. Would they be as great as John, as Ryan Johnson and making something completely fresh That's and new? That's true, because they did that Brooklyn Bridges, 42 Bridges or whatever movie with uh, Black Panther, Chadwick uh, Bosom. I never even exactly, saw it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. so, I mean, that's the kind of thing. It's like the Infinity War saga already exists in the comic books. Yeah. So it's like they were just like trying to tell a good version of that story yeah. that's already been told. So, you know, it's like certain people are good with like IP that already exists and certain people are good at creating new IP. And yeah. Ryan Johnson, I think, is phenomenal at creating new IP. Yeah. But I don't think he's good at creating IP that already exists. That's interesting. Yeah, that's that's good. And and I think then JJ's like fine enough, but it's like you've done it. We've seen it. Yeah. It's time to go. That's why I think it would be interesting to use the Game of Thrones D&D. You know, yeah. they, they are good at they're not good at creating new material. Yeah. You know, they are those guys where they, they're good at creating what's already been made. So yeah. be interesting what they come up with. At the same hand, though, I know to some degree, especially in the earlier parts where the books actually did line up to it, it seemed like George R. R. Martin was very involved. Yeah. Where then in the later stuff, once they got out of his material... So it's like that's how, what I'm saying. Like they're they're better. Well, at, but I'm saying also I'm wondering if they how much was that George R. R. Martin saying you got to stay closer to my book, guys. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like how much was them like saying nope, this is what the true world is, and we have to live within it. Yeah. And how much it was him saying this is the true world, and this is how. Apparently, you know. he didn't sign off on the rights until they p- pitched him. Yeah. Their idea. And so they pitched him, and so then he signed off the right. So that's the kind of thing. And again, I think that's where it all comes back to Kathleen Kennedy, because in the same way, you got, um, I'm blanking on his name all of a sudden, but um, the guy in charge of Marvel, Kevin Kevin Feige, who is like, the buck stops with me. Yeah. And when they try to do stuff that breaks the rules, he says, no, that breaks the rules. You can't do that. Yeah. Go do something else. Yeah, there's, you I know? mean, there's definitely people out there that are encyclopedia. Like, that was the whole thing in Kevin Feige. He was an encyclopedia of Marvel knowledge. And so, um, there's, I mean, my nephew knows everything about Star Wars. So, there's definitely people out there. Yeah. Roy probably knows everything yeah. about Star Wars. So, yeah. So, even I mean, you to a point. So, uh, so, I mean, well, you know, it's, um, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I'll watch them no matter what just because I like the world. But, um, 
it does sort of feel like it's going into that Harry Potter realm with these like Fantastic Beast movies where it's just like that last Fantastic Beast movie was a horrible movie. I didn't even watch it. It was bad. So that's where I'm at. If yeah. I've like haven't yeah. even watched. And, and so I think it. with me, like that's what I love about stories is like escaping to this other world. Yeah. So like, it seems like you really, especially if you've gotten older, it seems like you really enjoy the story, which even the movies that you tell me you want to make or the stories you really love, it's like, it's, they got great scripts. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's like, I still love escaping into these imaginary worlds. And as long as the world is still there, that's fine. Yeah. You know, like Jurassic, I did not see the new Jurassic World movie because that just was too much for me. Um, but even the first one, like I've gone back and watched it again, even though I hate it, but because I just like the idea of yeah. dinosaurs and people like that's you, just fun. You know, we should have like a, just like how this get made style for Jurassic world too, because I mean, it's mind blowingly bad. I'm sure if I watched it, people would be so annoyed of me just trash talking it. Cause like Helen had to stop me from like telling people our friends when they would bring up the movie, she'd be like, she would cut me off because she's like, you would just, you'll just talk for an hour and a half about that's, how that's how I am with this guy. Who <laughs> I legitimately hated that first one so bad. I'll, I'll watch. So. I mean, if you hate that one, this, this next one, man, like you really, it's, it's, I just don't even understand how they could be that bad. Like, I really don't. Like, all the things they did are such easy fixes that I'm like... Uh, well, and that's what I hated so much about the first one is that I was like, overall, the story works. Yeah. It's just that, like, these these little things that if you just change this... Yeah. And it's not even, like, a big change. Just do-do. You know, yeah. like, I could do it. And I'm not a great screenwriter. You know, it's like, somebody just should have been like, uh, this doesn't make any sense. Can we change that real fast? Yeah. And then it would have been fine. And so... Where Star Wars, it's like there's so much stuff wrong with these new trilogy. This new trilogy that would be like you would have to write a whole new, like a whole new three scripts. Yeah, there isn't like oh, if you just fix these five things in that first one, it's it's a good movie. Yeah, it's you a know? whole structure of that whole you yeah. know the timeline. Yeah, it's just so messy and as you said, clearly it's the most clear example of they didn't know what they were yeah. doing. And then obviously a third one, they were like finally had a oh we have to wrap this up. Like, if they had, like, two more movies after this, I think they probably could have made it better and, and flushed out that story. And wouldn't have, we wouldn't have really have mattered about the first two, you know, because right. it was kind of all being fixed. Yeah. But they were just so gung-ho yeah. and, like, we got to finish it now. Just yeah. Like, Man. Which I guess is how I felt, like, knowing the politics and, like, the way that, like, people are like, we're not yeah. making any more of these. We're yeah. done with these. The fans are like, we hate these. That's like where I walked out and I was like, if you had just, instead of having two more, if you had just done the first two to where it made this movie make sense yep, and it like built up to this movie, I'm like, I think the like final notes of this movie work for the most part. Yeah. But it just like, you didn't build up to those notes. And so now it just feels like clanging sounds on a piano because it's like, we didn't get the nice crescendo up to these, you know, yeah. final notes of the, of the saga. So yeah. I don't know. Anyways, anyway. we we appreciate you all watching, listening. Uh, they're all streaming now on Disney Plus, yes. and I'm sure all of you have that now because of quarantine land. So <laughs> everything's a land here. It is. So uh, go watch them, and and if you want some really entertaining moments, if you aren't tired of hearing us talk about Star Wars, watch the listen to the newcomers podcast. Yes, uh, where it's two people who have never seen Star Wars before at all, and they watch it for the first time. Um, and then they talk about each one as they go. They watch them in the order that they came out. So first trilogy, prequels, and then this new trilogy. Um, Very funny. It's really funny. And it definitely like either watch it and then watch the 
the movie and then listen to the podcast or listen to the podcast and then watch the movie. It gives you a new Either perspective way. on the online. Yeah, and I think it would just be, like, I think it would be entertaining. Yeah. Um, so if you are going to watch online, I definitely would, I would, I would um, compliment it with this wonderful podcast on yeah. the side. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, Nicole calls Lord Snoke Snooky. So that just gives you an example. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com.